episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and then discuss that topic for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron and uh so yeah we've just been talking about kickstarter for a little while here uh anyone have any good kickstarter stories of things that really paid off for you yeah i kickstarted stack soap for i think eight dollars and they sent me six bars of soap in the mail it's great wow that's pretty good i love it yeah that's a good deal i uh i just kickstarted a role-playing game from this swedish company i don't know if you've seen these paintings but they're like paintings of sort of rural pastoral environments and then they have like some kind of big honking robot in the middle of it uh and the artist who made them and a role-playing company teamed up to make a role-playing system sort of somewhat based on it that is also sort of in the vein of stranger things or the things that it takes influence from like it or goonies so it's uh it's called in in the loop and it takes place in the 80s that never was, according to the cover blurb. Wait, do you have this game yet? Uh, no, I, I just kickstarted it. I'm uh, eagerly mm. anticipating it, though. <laughs> I don't think you can call it a Kickstarter success story if you don't know yet if you're going to get a game. Well, uh, it's from like a, a real company, not just some jagoffs who've never done a thing before. So I'm confident I'll get it. I'm not okay. sure if it'll be good. Uh, it's based on a pre-existing system that seems to have had enough success that they could do another Kickstarter, so who knows? Alright. Matt, how fucked up is it that you can see what all of the your friends on Kickstarter are, are backing? I feel yeah, like sometimes that's I get emails weird. about it. I get emails about it all the time, and the people that I know that are Kickstarting things often are Kickstarting things that I'm pretty sure they probably don't want me to know they're Kickstarting. <laughs> Some weird new kind of flashlight. <laughs> I, got, I got a message last night, and I won't say who it was that was doing the Kickstarting, but it was someone Kickstarting a apparently a, a nightlight that goes in your toilet bowl. Nice. <laughs> You said that like it was so nefarious, like some weird yeah. bondage thing. But I mean, that is gross, and I don't like it. But it's yeah. not—it's not in any way nefarious. No, but it's still something I wouldn't want people to know that I was like, I saw this and I needed it, so I'm gonna make it happen. I guess so. When you go over to their place, you can be like, Ah, so where's that toilet light I've been hearing so much about? Huh? What's this? Matt Heron is backing Butthole Problems, a book for people with seriously worse buttholes. Uh, a book that has to be kickstarted about yeah, medical yeah. problems. That, that's, the, that's the most unbelievable part because there's such a huge market for butthole problems already. I would not believe for one second that that book wouldn't be published by every publishing house if you really had information about butthole problems. <laughs> or you just put a sticker on the front that says, I really have information. You need to buy this book to find out. <laughs> and then the whole book is just blank. <laughs> you can use the pages as toilet paper. Yep. That's all I got. Bye. <laughs> now I'm looking at things that I've kickstarted, and oh boy. I bought, uh, you know the webcomic Gun Show by KC Green? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I bought all of it. He kickstarted the sixth volume, and I bought the tier where you just get all of it, and it was a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Was it worth it? Yeah, it was really great. It's amazing to have just, like, a box set and then another giant book just with all of a webcomic, because I hate reading webcomics on screens, and that is, for the most part, the only way to read them. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just print out Wikipedia for you. <laughs> Listen, this is why I have... Probably 500 pounds worth of comic books, because I just don't want to look at screens. I like holding paper and sitting in my nice chair. We were talking Man, I don't in, get that at all. We were talking in our last episode about uh, ways that we would like to <laughs> it to be reported that we had died. Yeah. <laughs> I think we know that Jeff's going to be crushed by a giant pile of magazines. Oh, the irony. That's the Twilight Zone ending. <laughs> there was so much time now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i always thought that that was a weird ending to that episode i feel like he could probably figure out a way yeah. aren't there books on tapes in the 50s yeah or he could like wander like he lived in that town presumably i'm sure his optometrist was like right down the street from his work it was a 50s old-timey town there were only 10 yeah. buildings and they were all next to each other but it was a yeah. vignette you can't put too much thought into it yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, that's probably true of, Even like, the apocalypse at the episode. end looked like it was a stage in some community theater production. <laughs> yeah, I always wonder, the people responsible for painting that backdrop, like, just make it look like the sky, but after nuclear war. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> what? I mean, that's... seen in black and white. <laughs> that's not as bad as the, like, later, like, the people who had to paint Star Wars. It's like, alright, imagine it's a jungle on an alien planet and bears, like, teddy bears live there. Yeah, but then they just painted a normal jungle. <laughs> That's the problem with that one. <laughs> Imagine uh, treehouses small enough for teddy bears to live in. I often see pictures of, like, concept art and matte paintings from Star Wars and people are like, look at this gorgeous imaginative thing, and I'm like, it's just a city. Like, they just put clouds <laughs> under it. That's it. That's all I did. Can you please like... change your Twitter display name to Matt Paintings? <laughs> ah, that's pretty good. I might do that. <laughs> all right, so internet stuff. Uh, what have we been up to on the internet? I guess I'll start. I don't usually start, so I'll start. Um, sure. So I was... Uh, I am a fan of role-playing games in general, as you know, and specifically the Final Fantasy series, and so I pre-ordered the new Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy XV, uh, which officially comes out this Tuesday, <laughs> the day that uh, this this podcast will drop, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. They've been saying it'll be out soon for ten years now. Okay, but it's pretty close <laughs> to push the date back now. Um, but anyway, I got the disc delivered to me yesterday. Oh. Uh, so I have the disc in my physical possession, and I was like, oh man, this is cool. I'm going to get, like play this game early so then i put the game in and i oh, like no. started the install process <laughs> and it stalled all the way and then i uh, went in and i was like okay time to start a new game new game was grayed out and it says we hope you'll enjoy your game when it starts on <laughs> like remember when that wasn't a possibility <laughs> fucking come on dude. that makes me so mad yeah like you guys fucked up i should benefit from that don't be a dick yeah, like, the promise of getting an extra, like, day or two of a new game is so wonderful, and it makes me, like, deeply upset on a, on a, 
on a core level that uh, new consoles have sort of taken that away. Yep. So that's kind of annoying. Like, I get it. I totally get it. And I kind of expected it, but I was still like, man, there was a time when if you just owned the game, like, you had the game. That was it. they're taking away even the idea of owning media anymore, aren't they? And that's depressing. It sure is. Yeah, it's weird, because, like, we've been pushing so long for uh, maybe less ownership in a lot of ways, and the only way in which society has achieved less ownership is now you don't really own any of the movies or games that you buy. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, thinking... Yeah, we're living yes- in our own Twilight, Twilight Zone now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's called Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's our uh, Twilight Zone. It's Twilight Zone for the mute for Generation yep. Z. Um, but uh, I was thinking about how it's so weird to me that our culture values like art and entertainment stuff so much less than anything else, like money or uh, political influence and stuff like that. Even though a hundred years later, no one's going to remember anything except the art and entertainment stuff, like. I could name paintings from ancient Rome. I couldn't name a bank from ancient Rome. Could you? Could anyone? No. Probably, probably someone could, but mm. not no one important. No one who's not a nerd. But on the <laughs> other side of things, we still know uh, the name The Pony Express, despite the fact that that was not a very successful business for not a very long time. Yeah, that's because that's an excellent name, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is a really good name. Yeah, that name is a maybe. work of art, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that name was what made Express a thing. Not the the clothing line, the word. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So good on them for that. But even that, like, I feel like that's if I feel like in a weird way, marketing is like the the dirty form of art. Yeah. No, totally. You know, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because so, like, co- some commercials are genuinely beautiful, like short films, uh, like. Uh, probably my favorite Michael Bay uh, piece of art is his first Got Milk commercial, where the guy <laughs> is eating a peanut butter sandwich and he says he answers the radio question, but they can't understand him. Okay, yeah, that is sure. Good. I thought you were going to know the one classic uh, Apple, the uh, 1984. Oh no, no, Michael <laughs> Bay was probably just a teenager watching that and being like, "Cool, I'm going to do only this." <laughs> I'm going to make that into 12 movies. Did you guys see that Amazon commercial with the priest and the imam? I heard about I, it, but I didn't see it. I thought it was a pretty, it was actually really nice. And like, yeah, I read about uh, it in the arts and entertainment section. Yeah, like, it, it, obviously it's trying to sell Amazon to us, and apparently Amazon is not the greatest corporation in the world, which is kind of sad. But like... it seems like a really nice, just genuinely nice thing about how people are the same. Yeah. I like the secret commercial with the trans woman. Have you guys seen that one? Mm, I don't think so. What is this? I don't think I have access to secret commercials. I think I only have the ones that everyone can get to. <laughs> They're on the deep web. Yeah. <laughs> you need to log into there. Uh, I really no, I'm, I'm, I know how to use the dark web, and I'm, I didn't, never <laughs> She didn't say the dark web, did she, <laughs> no, Jeff? <I> didn't. <laughs> okay. But you meant the dark web, because the deep web is just, like, anything that Google can't touch. Like, your Facebook profile is the deep web. Yeah. That's where Louise is making (laughs) her own commercials about trans women and posting them on Facebook. 
No, oh, this okay. is a secret theater commercial where you see in a public restroom, you see a... Wait, is it public or is it secret? <laughs> Shut up. I'm trying uh, to I think the all restrooms are both public and secret, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's where you go in public to make your secrets. Yes. <laughs> there is a trans woman in a stall, and she's kind of non-binary, so it's not like, you know, here's just a woman. You can kind of get the context. And she's adjusting her dress and she's going to leave the stall. But then she could hear two other women have come into the restroom and they're at the sinks talking. And she stands in there for a few seconds and she she's obviously nervous about whether she should leave the stall or not. And she takes a deep breath and she does. And then you just hear one of the other women say, oh, nice dress. And that's the end of it. And then it's like strong enough for a woman, no matter what the circumstances or something. And it's like, hey, that's all right. Oh, that's so wait, good. top secret. How do you know it's a trans woman? Is there is I said she I was trying to <laughs> I'm trying to be So you're saying that she looks enough like not feminine that yeah, you can tell. Yeah, she's non-binary enough. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I think that's I was what just... the commercial is probably going for. And the yes. context of her not wanting to leave the stall when other women come into the restroom, like it's it's all it's all it's it's made plain. It sounds very subtle, but climate. good. Yes, I like it. I wonder if it's subtle because they're like, and all the dummies won't get it, and so they won't be angry. <laughs> that might oh, be yeah, true. probably. There's a lot of dumb people. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's a nice commercial about a lady. I don't understand things. <laughs> <laughs> if only dumb people were like that. Oh, I don't yeah. understand. Everything's fine, though. <laughs> yeah. As, yeah, long as, I don't under- as long as I don't understand it, I can't be angry at it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man, what a world that would be. <laughs> That's essentially the world a lot of children's characters live in. Like the yeah, that, yeah. why can't we just remember it? It's like, oh, I don't oh, understand man. it, so I'm mad at it. Guys, I think we may have stumbled upon the perfect genie wish. If you had a genie <laughs> wish, just make it that people were, like, accepting of things they didn't understand, and then everything would be better in the world. I don't know, though. Then people will be like, the Nazi party. I don't really get what they're all about, but okay. <laughs> I, think we, I think we all understand the Nazi party pretty well. Uh, dumb people don't, and that's why they're all on board. Well, uh, I would make it, uh, my genie wish would be that um, Donald Trump wouldn't be able to stop farting into microphones. He already has that. That's why, that's, <laughs> that's whenever he speaks. Zing. It's fart sounds. Yeah. Yep. Louisa, was that what you got up to on the internet? <laughs> Looking at commercials, kind of. <laughs> uh, I was doing that. I was disappointed in Amazon selection. I've mentioned this before, but sometimes you get in your mind, like, I need something. And it was a blank uh, greeting cards this time. You're like, I need something. I'm just going to get it on Amazon. They're going to have thousands of results. And then they don't. And you're like, how could this be? Yep. It's like I'm not even living in the modern age anymore. I'm going to a store that has two choices on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, I had to, I was ordering coconut shells a couple years back, and I like I could not <laughs> okay. believe how hard it was to get my hands on coconut shells. Yeah. Well, you just like grasp it like a ball. You put your hand yeah. on each side, and I and ended you clap up having them together. <laughs> I ended up having to buy coconuts and then like <laughs> get there the natural way. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Oh. Man, what is it, 1895? <laughs> Ordering coconuts from the internet for your coconut shells. Madness. Yes. It was. Like, I hate coconut, but I needed to have the shells for something I was making. Oh, and but like, it tastes so good. Oh, I hate it. It's so it's gross. Good, 
it's like, somehow crunchy and chewy at the same uh, time. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's like uh, like when you get to the very end of a blow pop and it's crunchy and chewy at the same time. No, no, no. That's chewy with chunks of crunch in it. <laughs> that I can get behind. There's I don't very... know if I can get behind that. <laughs> no, it's the best. Now they make Jolly Ranchers that are just that texture. They're just what? like a thin Jolly Rancher shell over a gooey center. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I feel like candies that have other types of candy injected into the middle of them are like the secretly best thing mm-hmm. in the That's world. True. Like those jewel gums from the 80s. I don't even know if they are still you, The ones that look like strawberries and then you suck them and then they got jelly inside? No, although those are good. This is no, those are good. good. Little square gum pillows that were filled with uh, glue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were very good, though. And now what the Trident or somebody has that sandwich gum that's like two layers oh, of yeah. one kind with another kind in the middle, and it's like, how are you fucking this up this bad, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a complicated concept. I can see the other color there, though. You see, you did goof. Yeah, you did you goof this to, one up. You need to hide it and make that other color a different texture entirely. They've yeah. also lost their minds because they're like, what goes with pineapples? Apples? Like, they just are putting things together with no regard to uh, any sort of standards of taste. Yep, it's true. <laughs> that's how progress is made, question mark? Mm. Oh, yeah, that's how evolution happens, right? You just do whatever and see what works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then millions actually... of years later, you have something that barely works. <laughs> But actually, Louisa, you're kind of absolutely correct. Yeah, that I know. is how evolution works. I cribbed that right from Westworld, where the only tool evolution has is mistakes. Yep, that's true. That's a true thing. Uh, so I guess what I've gone up to on the internet is I discovered that the CEO of Reddit uh, got mad this week. Um, and edited some posts that were critis- critical of him uh, that he was tagged in. So oh that no, he, Clancy Brown! Uh, we so, gotta check it. Did you check Clancy Brown? <laughs> it was a. It was. It was political posts from the uh-huh. uh, the Donald Trump subreddit. I'm. I'm not hearing a yes from you, Jeff. I'm <laughs> checking it right now. You know what? I didn't. Wait, were we critical of the CEO of Reddit on r slash Clancy Brown? I don't don't remember, but I'm checking now. <laughs> Uh, Still just one post with three upvotes? <laughs> I mean, yes, but how can we be sure that there weren't more upvotes that were then removed by the CEO of Reddit? Oh, I believe no, it. No. I totally believe it. I'm on board immediately. Yes, that's it, what yeah. happened. It was nothing that nefarious. It was, if he was tagged in a post that was being mean to him, he changed uh, his username in the post to the username of one of the moderators of r slash the underscore Donald, uh, so that they would be tagged and being criticized instead. And then ten minutes later, everyone else who works for Reddit was like, you can't do that! And he had to apologize and change everything back. Oh man, I kind of love that, though. Yeah, I'm really glad that he did that. That's so ridiculous. That's like that Scott Adams thing where he made other accounts to agree with him on message board. Like, it's so ridiculous. Why did you think you could do this and no one would notice? (laughs) Sometimes I wonder if famous people, like, forget that they're famous. Like, sometimes (laughs) they're just like, well, other people make fake accounts, so I guess I could do that. Like, no! You know you can't. 
Oh man, so we've hit the random button, and I'm pleased with two-thirds of the uh, selections. Oh, I'm excited to know which two-thirds. I'm (laughs) pleased with zero-thirds of the (laughs) selections. So when I hit the random button, I got uh, my least favorite of the three. Reddit.com slash r slash Mustang, the subreddit about the Ford Mustang. Oh, the worst kind of Mustang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As opposed to the horse, I guess? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah all right. Mustang Sally's a pretty good song, although it is adjacent is it? to the car. Yeah, it's not that good a song. No, it's, it's better fine. than the car. Yes, I, sure, I guess. Uh, okay, well, when I hit the random button, I get r slash Neopets, oh, which is that's... Uh, an online game from 1990-ish. Uh, yeah, that's the good stuff. Inject it right into my veins. This is what we do this show for. <laughs> for what? Nostalgia for dumb, like, cash grab video games from the 90s? Uh, for a extremely active subreddit with 14,000 subscribers about a game that everyone who we've ever met stopped playing 15 years ago. That's I true. never played it, and I know almost nothing about it. Same. I played it a lot for, like, a year, and then I forgot about it. Maybe I guess it get still exists. It? I mean, you can get in on their Secret Santa 2016. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, that's an ad for the overall Reddit Secret Santa. Never oh my mind. god, we have to get in on this. <laughs> no, yeah, I Yeah, probably, don't right? <laughs> Who knows what's going to get sent to you? I don't want my uh, information out there. Oh, it might be something good, though. It won't be, though. That's how everyone gets their lives no, ruined be. by gambling. It <laughs> might be good this time. Definitely be a butthole book. <laughs> and that's the not good option? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you it's solve a bad all your thing. butthole problems. <laughs> no, this think... one's just a, a coffee table photo collection of bad buttholes. I think depending... <laughs> Depending on the tenor, that could be either a good gift or a bad gift. It could make you feel better. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm way better than all these. Yeah, I've always been very self-conscious of my butthole. These really make me feel better about myself. Uh, yeah, confession, I've never seen my own butthole. Okay, well, get yourself that. a hand mirror and rent Madonna's sex video and then just like yeah, fucking... Yeah, rent that video. Explore. It's, it's a mystery I want to keep uh, for the rest of my life. Uh, I will go yeah, to my grave just, never knowing what my own butthole looks like. Just keep those Dan Browns out of there, though. They love <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, slang term for turds. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go, gotta go drop some Dan Browns real quick. <laughs> oh, it's a holy grail up there. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm trying to make a Da Vinci Code toilet paper joke, but it's not coming. I feel like angels and demons are fighting inside of me. (laughs) Oh, the lost symbol. Uh, (laughs) That's a book, right? (laughs) I don't know. know. He's written a lot of shitty books, apparently. I only know of two of them. There's a new one coming out. Movie movie one, right? Yeah, he's one of these movies. Dan Brown's (laughs) favorite movies. Yeah. But all of the, the his movie reviews are like, if you watch this one frame of Weekend at Bernie's, it tells you that Jesus was actually a reanimated corpse that danced when he heard Calypso music. Holy hell, that would be a really good Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. 
Oh, man, that's a pretty good idea for a book. Louisa, <laughs> what, talk about your Reddit. Oh, the Reddit I got in. The roulette was Bitcoin. And I see their top thing is about Black Friday sales on Bitcoins. I don't know that I really understand Bitcoins, but also it seems very boring. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of investing Bitcoins, I believe. It's uh, money to that you can use to buy drugs on the internet. But it's worth, like, every Bitcoin is like worth, like, one billionth of a penny, right? It sort of fluctuates a lot. I think that the uh, value Wait, has sort of stabilized. Wait, you're on a stable market? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for, a, for a while, they were extremely valuable. Like, when it first started, they were worthless. And then uh, it, they were extremely valuable for a while, and a bunch of people made a bunch of money by trading back their Bitcoin for real real world currency backed by governments instead of by fantasy nonsense uh reddit wizards uh but now i think it's stabilized back to being uh not entirely worthless but not a cash cow i don't understand how they ever had value how what was the worth of them ever the same worth as the dollar nothing it's just but, a bunch of people agreed that they were worth something. No, now, but where the do dollar is back... enter into this? <laughs> the dollar is backed by a government that is theoretically like stable enough that I can trust that it'll be around for a while. Right? Uh yeah, I guess so. So like the dollar is like dear Matt, we promise you that you're worth this $1 signed the US government. Mm. And, like, I realize that it's not much better, but it's better than, like, having the value of my savings be judged by internet trolls because they hate everything. Well, I don't know anything (laughs) about anything about bitcoins, but isn't it something like someone would say, I want to make my company, um, I want to uh, make capital for my company, so I'm going to sell shares in it, and if you get enough people to say, I want to do it through Bitcoin so that governments can't steal some of my money, and then other people would be like, oh, I can get part of this real company this way. Like, isn't that how all that works? The stock exchange and everything? Do people do that, though? That sounds really dumb. It sounds very plausible to me, although I did just say it because it sounded plausible to me, so. (laughs) I don't... I don't think that Bitcoin transactions in any way evade tax, unfortunately. Maybe they were started to, though. Like, maybe that was the intent? I don't know. Yeah, I don't... It's so weird and dumb. And, like, I wish... I really, for a while when it first happened, I genuinely thought it was a cool idea that, like, oh... People are, like, earning this currency in exchange for lending their computer processing power to, like, solving real problems that, like, scientists or governments or economists or whatever need to have solved and require a lot of processing power. So it's, like, a way to make people come together to use their computers to solve big problems. But no, to earn the bitcoins, you just, like, solve random pointless problems that don't do anything. I, it's it's too uh, it's huh. yeah mining bitcoins is sort of like a fake version of mining gold uh, because it, it can 
you will mine a Bitcoin in a predictable fashion, depending on how much processing power you're using. And so they can control inflation very carefully. Uh, and you'll never come upon like a mother load like you would if, if it was uh, precious metals. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little weird and a little confusing. I know enough about Bitcoin that I vaguely understand it, but I cannot even come close to answering Matt's question of why is is it. You know, ironically, uh, it seems like maybe Neopets Neopoints might be a more stable system of uh, earning yeah. uh, currency. At least you can trade them in for something. <laughs> like, you can use those points to get fairies or whatever garbage. I don't really remember how this game works. But, like, like th that there is something in there that will allow you to enjoy the thing more so that there's a value, an inherent value to it. Is this our first twofer, or are we doing Neopets versus Bitcoin? <laughs> Colon Dawn of Justice. I, are we violating our uh, raison d'etre by doing that? <laughs> hey, it's Calva Ball out here. We can make up any rules we want. Uh, yeah, but we're going to lose our massive following if we start changing the rules this late in the game. <laughs> yeah, we'll I be down like to 40 followers. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess we have to choose which one, uh, which of these inscrutable I... things we want to talk about. I feel like I've talked about literally everything I can about Bitcoin already. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I like uh, Neopets, I guess? I don't really like Mustang. Yeah, I, I voted yeah, Neopets. I, I, I was only between Neopets and uh, Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go for, for Neopets also. That might uh, give us some compare and contrast since we're all playing Pokemon right now, too. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I would like to point out that when I hit the top button on Neopets, it default sorts by all time as opposed to the past 24 hours. Why doesn't every Reddit do that? Fucking, I don't give a shit about what's happening right now on your dumb Reddit. Mine didn't. They, the, they all do that for me. I think it depends on if you're logged in or not. Oh. I think it remembers the last time. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. Oh my god, this podcast is going to be deleted by the CEO of Reddit for me <laughs> criticizing. <laughs> uh, so the top post of all time is... Wait, Luz an... has to read the thing. Luz oh it. yeah, sorry, yeah, you yep. do that. Uh, so this is a very decorated uh, page compared to some. It's got a mean alien guy against like a galactic sort of background, I guess. And there's another orange alien type of guy with a slingshot, but it's like a laser slingshot. And, uh, it just says Neopets. <clears throat> and then down on the side it says, uh, uh, Welcome to Neopets, a subreddit. Reddit made by Neopians for Neopians to hang out without scorn from TNT. Don't know what that means. Do not <coughs> mention Reddit in any way, shape, or form on Neopets itself. Reddit is not an official fan site. Whoa. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, but the tab when I opened it was called Do Not Talk About Us On, and then it said something about Neopets, and I don't know what the rest was. Huh. What the hell is, is this like? On? Is this like the secret Neopets forum? We're in like the Wild West here. R slash Dark Pets. I'm trying to remember, is Neopets like a, like a hardcore roleplay uh, thing, where like... You have to be in the universe of the game when you're playing it? I don't think so. It's not like, uh, uh, what's the furry one? Furtopia. 
Oh no. <laughs> that was the same thing. It was basically like a Neopets or RuneScape type type thing, but uh, for furries and people who uh, probably didn't know that they were in a furry game. Uh, so the top post of all time is an AMA uh, which is shorthand on Reddit for Ask Me Anything uh, by Donna, one of the founders of Neopets Okay, I think that this is a great time for me, being the only person who knows anything about Neopets to ask the two of you to answer some of these questions Okay, Uh, good, because until we started talking about this, once we were looking at this as a possible Reddit I thought Neopets was one of those Tamagotchi games, (laughs) like the kind you have to play in a little keychain Now, hold on, I really need to use the bathroom like, immediately, I'll be right back in like a minute I'm so sorry Uh, yeah, just, go, go, just, just vamp. Go, 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 go. Oh, jeez. So unprofessional. Yes. <clears throat> so yeah, Man, I had a that was a really great idea for a segment that I came up with of me asking you these anything questions. We should have this be a rule. Every time we come across and ask me anything, we have to ask each other some of the questions off of it. Yeah, that's good. We don't see a whole lot of those because we don't find a lot of boards where there's a specific like board celebrity of any kind. Yeah, as opposed to Donna, who everyone knows. <laughs> well, I mean, she I know, specifically is related to this. Yes, I know. I'm <laughs> just making a joke. Uh, yeah, man, I kind of remember some of this enough that it's kind of freaking me out a little. <laughs> so are they all aliens, like the header implies? No, it's... So the game started where it was, like, uh, like lots of different lands in this, like, fairy world... Where there's, like, fairies and dragons and, like, little cute monster things that you can get as pets. Uh, and you basically you play games to get, like, objects you can use to train your pets or teach your pets new moves and stuff. Although they don't really fight, so I don't really know what the point of that was. Maybe they do now. Anyway, um, but then they added, like, a, a space station orbiting this planet of Neopia that, like... Uh, where the main villain of the game was, which is this guy in the header image. Why does it need Uh, a villain if you're just managing cute animals? I think, like, it became this thing where there were these events that happened in the world where it's like, ooh, the Frost Kingdom is being destroyed by monsters. Like, go (laughs) help them. And then you had to figure out why, Hmm. what, what was going on and save the Frost Kingdom. So... Yeah, and I think this little alien guy is, like, one of the pets you can get. Okay, I don't like how anthropomorphized he is, so I want it to just be, like, dogs and cats that you feed and pet. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly less problematic than, like, Pokemon, where you put actual human beings into a ball to live. I made it, I'm back. These are basically just, like, real-world pets where you spend time with them and... Like they walk around with you and stuff. So that's why is this? Why does this top one look like Zerg from Toy Story? He's like the main bad guy of the game, which is probably ripped off from Zerg from Toy Story. Is he a Neopet? No, he's the main bad guy of the game. I feel like I've said this. (laughs) Yeah, no, but is he a Neopet also? No, he's like the main bad guy, I guess. Oh, like was he somebody's pet and he got abandoned, so he became evil? No, I guess he's really just sort of, like, the main bad guy at the game. Yeah, okay, but, like, 
Giovanni is the main bad guy in Pokemon, and, and he's, he's a also Pokemon. a Pokemon trainer. So, like, if you were like, oh, who's that guy? Is he, like, an evil Pokemon trainer? You'd be like, yes. And we're being like, is this guy an evil Neopet? And you're like, well, he's a bad guy. Like, he might, he kind of is an evil Neopet owner, like you are. He's okay. not an evil Neopet. That would be there like saying is. Giovanni is a, a Pokemon. Yeah, but well, if, if we said, hey, is Giovanni a Pokemon? You could be like, no, he's not. He's not one. I'm, I've been saying that over and over. No, no he's not a Neopet. We didn't get a straightforward denial until just now. You kept dodging the question because you didn't want to spoil us on Neopets, I guess. Because yeah. the twist is that he turns out to be a Neopet, right? Sure. I don't, I don't really remember. I just want to know why he's like a green monster man instead of like a person. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's any humans that you actually see in the game, and I think it would be kind of jarring to have one at that point. Well, you're the neo the neo pet expert here, pet expert. Yes, ne- neo pet expert. Oh, yes, I... of the three of us, I am the neo. Nope, got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> neo I was going for, but I don't think that's very good. You need to anyway, ask us some questions. Yes, I'm going to ask you each two of these uh, ask me anything questions, and I'm going to go back and forth, and I'm going to start with Jeff. Okay. Jeff. I'm ready. Thanks for the magical childhood memories, Jeff. You're welcome. And uh, what was slash is your favorite Neopad? Um, I really like... Uh, uh, Don't say it um, Zerg. Pikachu. <laughs> uh, is, is that one? Uh, yep. You're right. uh, no no more questions. This Yay! press conference is over. <laughs> you got it exactly right. Excellent. All right, Louisa. Mm. Is it true that Scientology played a role in the organizational structure of the Neopet staff at one point? Great, she gets an easy one. Shut it down immediately. (laughs) This is over. Wait, holy fuck, you guys. The answer to that question is yes. What? (laughs) Tell me more. Her response is yes, although we were not aware of it at first and we were totally naive. Basically, the first group of investors were Scientologists. That's amazing. Is this green guy Xenu? Holy fuck! <laughs> well, Zeno is the main bad guy of Scientology, so maybe. So definitely oh is what my. you're saying. Right. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry I ruined your question, Louisa. That's like I couldn't believe that that was the answer. So, what planet has the volcano where all the bodies are stacked around and there's Thetans? That's what? Earth. Okay, I hang on. There's a volcano on another planet, and they came here in a spaceship after. The volcanoes are on Earth, which is why people have uh, body thetans, because they're the ghosts that were expelled by the radioactive volcanoes. Uh, I thought the ghosts came in the spaceship to Earth and no, no, their bodies. The regular people, I'm pretty sure, came in the spaceship and then got exploded uh, in nuclear volcanoes. I can't yes, Matt? Believe, I cannot believe that the money for Neopets came from Scientology. That's so crazy. It's extremely good. It's like, it's, it might be the most internet thing that I've ever heard, I guess. <laughs> the things they do always seem inscrutable. The things they put money into. I guess the things they do are pretty straightforward. Steal people's money. 
now, uh, Vi- now Viacom owns it. Yep. All right, Jeff, another question for you. Ready? Yeah, you in the in the hat. Okay. I wonder how many of us are sat here. You're not going to tell me what newspaper you're from? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, I'm Matt Heron from the deleted users Reddit account. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Matt. Thank you. Uh, I wonder how many of us are sat here pondering what to say. What would you say is your happiest slash funniest memory with regards to Neopets? Mm, well, it was definitely the day I got that first sweet, sweet check from Tom Cruise himself <laughs> and was able to buy myself a new car. Uh, and the second happiest day is when Viacom bought all my shares. And oh boy, because this whole website is worthless and I sure am glad to have all this money now. <laughs> That's probably accurate. <laughs> all right, Louisa, last question. Yeah. <clears throat> How much has your life changed since Neopets began? And what's the biggest change you've experienced since the beginning of Neopets? Neopets started in 1997, for the record. (laughs) Why, I remember it like it was 19 years ago. (laughs) Uh, Hey, you know what? I can tell you, everybody, video games got way better and we don't have to play shit like Neopets anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is probably the biggest change that's happened in my life, too. Jesus, South Park is older than Neopets, huh? It's crazy. Yep. Makes you think. Yeah, I thought Neopets was older than this. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. It was, like, back in the days when... I Like, I think it first came out... I guess it came out when I was in high school. I don't know why I ever played this game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cause it's prob- probably cause it's easy and you make the numbers go up with not much effort and that's I very satisfying. Say, I will say there was a game in it called like, I think it was called Code Breakers, which was like a mini game where you would have to figure out the, um, the like passcode to get into or to disarm a bomb or something. Uh, and it was a five digit code that could be any number in each digit and it, you would like select it and it would tell you which digits were like right or wrong or in the wrong place or whatever and i really enjoyed that game because i like it it was very challenging mentally but you could always win it if you took your time and thought about it and that's like my favorite thing like you know in fallout when you're hacking computers and you have to guess the passcode yeah i've never played fallout Fallout. 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 I think, I I know the the type of game you mean. I had a version that was, uh, it was a tabletop game where you put marbles into slots and the other player had to guess the order of, and color of marbles that you had. Yeah, that kind of thing. I just, any time that there's a game where, like, you just need to think about it and, like, really take your time and you can get it right, get, like, win 100% of the time. I love that. Professor and I've made. Layton. Sure, I guess. There's yeah, a lot of everything's variables. Professor Layton for you. <laughs> Professor there's, a lo- there's a lot of variables in Professor Layton, though, that kind of distract me a little bit. I guess, you know, the mini games in Professor Layton are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I do want to say, it's only just suddenly occurred to me, I made a joke about Neopets being garbage and we don't play games like that anymore. Neopets is exactly what every successful mobile game became. Yep. It's the prototype so of I'm, all that. 
I'm cheating a little bit. I'm on the Neopets Wikipedia, and apparently one of the Neopets in the early days was just a JPEG of Sir Bruce Forsyth. I don't uh, know who that is. Who is some sort of British game show host. Okay, cool. He used to host The Price is Right, apparently. I feel like this is a game that people made, like... Think, knowing it was dumb, and then somehow people liked it, and then they were like, fuck. Yeah, how did this happen? <laughs> this really disappoints my faith in humanity, but now I'm rich, so good, I guess. Also, I'm going to become a Scientologist. <laughs> yeah, the Wikipedia page <laughs> doesn't mention that. anything about Scientology. That's why I came here. I wanted to know more about Scientology. Oh, <laughs> if only you could find this. out more about Scientology somewhere. <laughs> no, I wanted to find out about the sinister Scientology backing of Neopets. Oh, we just passed, uh, it turns out the site actually launched on November 15th, 1999, so we just passed the, uh, the 17th anniversary of Neopets. That's not anything. That's not a thing. Like, Neopet- no, who cares about that? <laughs> Neopets might actually be younger than, like, SpongeBob SquarePants if it's 99. Uh. I thought it was much older. Uh, what is the 17th anniversary gift? Is that... Oh, furniture. Okay. We should get Neopets some furniture, I guess? Yeah, probably. Do they have furniture in the game for your pets? I think they do. Alright, then. You I know mean, what, where, you know where would your Neopets sit? You know what's really hilariously funny to me? Yes, but go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, is it that you Dan guys... Brown's joke from earlier about turds? <laughs> yeah, that was a really good joke. No, you guys both, you guys both kind of like uh, Animal Crossing, yes. and I hate it. And Neopets is is what like is Animal Crossing. Like it is what Animal Crossing. It was the first step on that path. Mm-hmm. So I'm really surprised actually that you guys never played it, considering that you like this dumb shit. It's so aesthetically. Uh, yeah. displeasing. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> but it's otherwise identical. I mean, it's like collect a bunch of furniture and outfits for people. Well, all those things and all mobile games and all like slot machines in casinos they all like try to trigger the same part of your brain where you're not doing a whole lot but you're really getting all the stimulus and the endorphins from it and yep. somehow this one's not starting me off the right way. Like Animal Crossing did and does so that's why I like it even though it's simple repetitive nonsense and this one's not doing it for me yep but they're all that way they're all like i i just don't understand how you play animal crossing and you don't eventually get that point moment of cognitive dissonance where you're like oh wait like this is all pointless and a waste of time um yeah no that happens i need to get my whole furniture set so you shut your mouth (laughs) yeah that happens to me maybe a month into playing it but that month (laughs) is very extremely satisfying because me and all my friends are doing the same thing in a video game uh which is always pretty enjoyable even if the game itself sort of wears it wears out its welcome very quickly oh man i can't imagine a world where neopets is still something that people do <laughs> well no matter what goes on in the entertainment world there's always some people that it really clicks in their brain for everything they like like it's so custom tailored to what they like that they just never give it up. They become obsessed with it forever. Mm, I'm gonna go to neopets.com and see if this game is still fully active. I wonder if my account is still active. It can't <laughs> be. 
It must be. I can't, it can't be. Yeah, it looks like you can still play Neopets. Uh, you can sign up now and get 2,500 free Neo points. You can log in with Facebook. That's how they stayed alive, I bet. Social uh, yeah. networking? <laughs> Jesus. There's oh, no God. way I used my Gmail account to create this. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably Yahoo or Hotmail, right? I think I did. I think I did have a Hotmail account back in those days. Maybe AOL. I'm gonna try my AOL one because that's <laughs> the only one that I remember. I don't remember what the other two were. No. Nope. Oh, I, oh, that's really disappointing. I was really hoping <laughs> that we could see. Yeah, I will. Apparently. I just posted an image in the sidebar. Apparently you're supposed to feed them, which I absolutely have not done. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I uh, I kind of like this idea <laughs> of um, games where you, like, it keeps track of the last, like, how long it's been since you last visited. Yeah. Like, I saw someone post an image from... Uh, some me tie-in game, and it says uh, the person was saying to the player character, hey, we haven't seen you for six years. Yeah. <laughs> and that is just, like, that's so strange. And of course we all have seen that, like, uh, comic, or I think it's usually a gif of uh, the kid who used to play Animal Crossing with his mom, and then he goes in Animal Crossing, like, years after she died, and discovers, like, a bunch of stuff that she left for him, but he had stopped playing, so he never found it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's, like, it's so interesting, the idea of this persistent digital world that just sort of is waiting for you to come back and play it again. Yeah, except, like, that's so common now that every game feels like it's admonishing you for not obsessively <laughs> playing it constantly. Like, I'm so sick of those daily login rewards for games where it's like, oh, well, if you log in every day for, like, 75 days in a row, you'll get something. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm obviously not going to do that. <laughs> Fuck off. I feel like games yeah. are moving away from that. Because at first it was like, ooh, I need to do this because it's a new thing. But now no one wants to do that stuff anymore. Yeah, it was like people were setting alarms to make sure they got their Kim Kardashian's Hollywood <laughs> uh, login bonuses exactly on time to maximize their points. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I get the daily login rewards, uh, for the new version of Bejeweled, but that's just because I like to play Bejeweled. <laughs> like, if I wasn't playing Bejeweled, I wouldn't go in and click on those things, because who cares? I, I feel... I haven't gone back in for the update they did this month for Animal Crossing, but I know that yeah, they, put out, they put out ads saying, don't worry, uh, Isabel has pulled all the weeds in your town. <laughs> like, don't worry about that. It's okay to come back. So they know people don't want to. Do I like that. the idea of you yeah. like putting in the Animal Crossing cartridge and opening your Game Boy, and then just like the, the, your Game Boy just dissolves into weeds because it's been so long. Oh. That is pretty much how it happens. Like you go in, and the game is unplayable because all your neighbors are like, "We haven't seen you in seven years," and also <laughs> our town is covered in weeds and rocks, and it will take you five real time gameplay hours to clear. Here's the problem, though, because that's all true, and kind of true in real life as well, and the difference is, 
in real life, people stop being nice and start getting more hostile to you as time goes on. And it would be great if the game did that too. Like, oh, welcome back, you fucking asshole. You've ruined our lives. Yeah, if people stopped being nice and started getting real. Oh, Jeff. You know, <laughs> as I said that, I... A bunch of dogs and cats and as animals. I said that, I realized that, like, that could have been a joke that someone would make, but... I was really hoping no one would, but you did. So, congratulations, I guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I mean, my main purpose on this show is to make the jokes that you both hope I won't make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's about right. Uh, I try not to make any of the racist ones, but sometimes they slip past anyway because of white privilege, I guess? Yep, that's probably what you can blame. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, my own poor judgment due to being raised as a white person. I thought you were going to say being raised as a white privilege. <laughs> that, yeah, same thing. That also applies. Do you think we could make a new holiday where, like, you make effigies of white privilege and, like, beat it and burn it and stuff and, like, like really vilify white privilege as being the new Krampus? That's called Guy Fox Day. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Could we just change that to white... Pr- well, no. I was going to say white privilege day, but that doesn't send the right message <laughs> <Whoops>. at all. <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, that holiday is November 9th now. <laughs> oh. uh, no, this is a good idea. Because then it's too much like, see, I burned the effigy. I don't have to worry about white privilege anymore. I'm clean. Well, I've gotten rid of all my thetans. I don't have my privilege anymore. I'm a perfect person. Now I'm going to go play Neopet, the only Scientologist approved (laughs) video game. I'm just going to, now that I'm perfect, I will sit in this room and sip weak tea and that's all. So I'm looking on the Neopets page about new items and there's a Tome of Memories and there's a butterfly book, but there's also a half up bun wig. Do you put wigs onto your animals? I don't understand. Yes. Is that yes. how that works? Yes. It's like a human hair type of wig. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, this game is literally only about dressing up your dumb animals. That's okay. the whole of the game. Oh. Hmm. In my hmm. mind, it's still about, like, I guess I'm thinking of Nintendogs. <laughs> Where it's just like you pet cute animals and give them treats. <laughs> I, mean, I wish you that too. Dogs. <laughs> that's part of it as well. Like the whole game is you have this pet or eventually this collection of pets and you dress them up in outfits and you feed them food and you pet them and then you just explore this world to gather money to pay for all of that stuff and that's the whole game. Hmm. But they're far more anthropomorphized than I'm imagining. Some of them, and like a hundred percent for sure there have been some sexual aw- awakenings amongst teens playing this game realizing that they had boners for furry creatures because some of these are designed to be sexy which is upsetting yeah i was listening to the flop house as mentioned earlier and they talked about the uh, disney's animated robin hood and elliot said (laughs) (laughs) elliot said you know the character that uh girls suddenly realize they want to have sex with this fox (laughs) and uh, i was i had a moment of relief i was like oh i didn't i never found him sexy like i liked him as the hero of the movie you know i remember when i saw that movie the first time being like oh like these animals i get the attraction of these animals i guess Mm. and then there's that scene where you see a very super close close close-up of their hands holding hands oh yeah and it's just a little too detailed (laughs) and like their knuckles are so pronounced yeah and you're just like oh it's like (laughs) 
It's like when you see uh, like somebody in high definition for the first time. Like I just watched a couple episodes of the new Gilmore Girls that they are like doing a new series of. Oh, I'm like, sorry for your loss. <laughs> it's fine. I I don't dislike that series. Uh, I I know it's very cool and trendy to hate on it. So you guys are just gonna be hipsters. But that's I fine. didn't even I hear of it until it you. went on Netflix. Yes, that's because you are completely out of touch with everything in the whole world, apparently. Yes, that's true. No, it just wasn't popular uh, when I was young, and it was on TV. What do you mean it wasn't popular? <laughs> it was the most popular. Eh, that doesn't seem true. I remember it being on the cover of TV Guide and stuff, but I never cared. <laughs> I was never like, ooh, I need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen... It's not my favorite show, but it's fine. Um, and I was watching it because my girlfriend and her best friend are big fans of it, and they were watching it. So I was like, I don't care about my time. <laughs> Neither so, do I. All right. <laughs> yep. Um, but, like, I've seen episodes of the old series where it's all done in standard definition because it was done in the 90s. Uh, and then in the new series, like, Lauren Graham, who's the actress who plays the mom Gilmore girl, mm-hmm. is like, uh, you know... She's aged gracefully, but she's in her 50s, I think, now. So, like, th- that's, that's fine. Uh, she's in at least her 40s. The show ended in 2007, and she was already the parent of an adult, and now she is 49. Okay, so 50 was not that crazy, thank you very yeah. much. But you were worried for a second because you just pulled that out of your ass. No, I mean, <laughs> listen, the, the show starts when she's 32, and then it's uh, it takes place over the course of, what, eight seasons? So then she would be 40 by the end of it, and then it's been several years since that. I th- I've made a pretty good estimate. Anyway. Okay, wait, Alexis Bledel is 35. She's only 14 years younger. Jeff, this is the whole fucking premise of this show, yeah, you fucking Yeah, even I know idiot. that. Did she have a kid when she was 14? Is that in the fiction? She had a kid when she was 16. Yes, that's the whole goddamn point of the fucking show. Now why does poor Alexis Bledella have to play younger while the mom gets to play her real age? Because the show started when she was 16, but you can't have a 16-year-old actress on the show because there are union rules about having minors playing a thing for too many hours, obviously. Anyway, anyway. I really liked her in uh, Sin City. That was fun. No, she's the worst actress in that movie, by far. But she's got those blue-blue eyes. Yes, but her performance (laughs) is horrifically bad. Oh, no one's good at acting in that movie, though. No, but hers, that's what I'm saying. In In a movie of bad performances, hers is the worst. Oh, she's married to Angel's son, Vincent Carthizer. No, no, she's married to her Mad Men co-star, Vincent Carthizer. No, I'm pretty sure he's Angel's son. Uh, you're wrong, because he's Peter Campbell. I've never watched Mad Men because it's extremely boring in the same way that Gilmore Girls is. Sort of like how Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Angel is super boring? Angel is no, those have monsters boring. in them. Uh-huh, sure. Gilmore Girls is Buffy Men without monsters. monsters the monster was us all along. How exciting. <laughs> Isn't that kind of the message of Angel as well, though? <laughs> That humans no. are the worst monsters. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so go fuck yourself. Anyway, <laughs> my point was all along that Lauren Graham is, you know, she's just, it's been 16 years or whatever. She's been, she's aged a little bit, but she looks fine. Uh, but, man. It's been the tri- nine years. Uh, in the show. Anyway, <laughs> it's been 16 years since the show began. 
Oh, I see. Anyway, my point is the transition from standard definition to high definition did not go super great for mm. anyone on the show, really. Yeah, similarly, I was watching uh, part of the Simpsons marathon this past weekend, and who boy, watching season yeah. one blown up to high definition is very, <laughs> very bad, yeah. uh, because they also did an extremely bad job on the transfer, where they just kind of zoomed in on it until it was widescreen. Do yeah. you guys think, I've talked about this with other people, do you guys think that they'll ever remaster, not even remaster, like redraw the early seasons of The Simpsons? I could see them doing that, because I think there would be enough demand for it. I don't Maybe. think so, no. Like, you said, uh, because I don't... Redo the animation. The mm. audio was also very bad, though. The yeah, quality. that's true. I mean, you'd clean they... that up. Yeah. I can see it. I think they might. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it seems more likely that they would just uh, try to find the original negatives and, and, like, clean it up and remaster it that way. rather. No, 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 no. but I think what Louise is saying, and certainly what I'm saying, is that it's not just that the definition is bad, but they were not very good at drawing. Yeah. Well, yes, that too. (laughs) I don't think that, but the thing is, I don't think that they're going to invest the time and money necessary to reanimate it. Oh, I think they Uh, will. Is The Simpsons done now? No, I'm pretty sure it's still on. I think they just got signed on for a couple more seasons, too. Oh, jeez, Louise. I thought they said they were ending at some point. I feel like that show's uh, <laughs> not going to get cancelled until one of the, the one of the highest level of voice actors dies. Dave like, Castellaneta, I, no! I feel, I feel like Marge could die and they would still do it. Yeah. It, it would I have agree. to be... <laughs> It would have to be Dan Castellaneta, Hank Azaria, Harry Shearer, or uh, Bart or Lisa. I don't know. Even um, Harry Shearer, who's probably the oldest of that group, I think they might still replace him. Uh, Yeah, there were rumors about him leaving the show, too. Oh, he's 72. Yeah, he's probably done soon. Oh, boy. Yeah. What was I watching recently? Dan Castellaneta is such a weird dude because, like, everyone knows him for being the voice of Homer Simpson, but that's so different than his normal voice. Yeah. And all the other voices he does are pretty similar to his normal voice. (laughs) He's so much more like that smarmy uh, attorney who he also plays. That blue-haired attorney with the glasses. Yeah, or like um, the robot devil from Futurama. Yeah. (laughs) Or uh, the genie from the Aladdin sequels. Yes. Uh, and TV show. No, wait, no, Jeff. That, <laughs> he's doing a Homer Simpson voice when he does that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I... You're doing this on purpose. <laughs> I like, he played uh, a mean college professor on the uh, television program, the ABC family show Greek. Yes. Uh, and I really enjoyed him in that role. And there's so many voice actors who don't get to do real acting because they're like... Uh, I guess I just have to be a Simpson forever. Yeah. It makes me a little sad. I mean, I think probably most voice actors don't bother doing real acting because... Uh, not real acting. Doing live... What do you call that? Body, Body acting. acting. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. How did we both say that? Because <laughs> it was the obvious joke. Yeah. We could rename this show The Obvious Joke and it wouldn't change the content. <laughs> Oh, man, guys, we should start a band and call ourselves The Obvious Jokes. <laughs> uh, Pretty good. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like, 
Uh, oh, here's a here's a fun question. What's your favorite uh, Neopet? S- uh, well, mine would be probably nope. that weird dragon one. <laughs> Simpsons voice actor in a live action role. Uh, I mean, Hank Azaria is really good in a lot of things. Pro- I think Hank Azaria in Mystery Men is probably my favorite. Ooh, that's a good choice. <laughs> I, like... I I haven't seen the Smurfs, but I, I think that his casting as Gargamel is pretty excellent. <laughs> That's a really good choice. Like, who else would you pick? Obviously Hank Azaria. Yeah, you have to go Hank Azaria. Oh, wait, Hank Azaria as uh, a pharaoh in one of the Night of the Museum movies? <laughs> Yeah, that's a really strange choice. Poor yeah, Agazari you know, always has to do the racist roles. Yeah, he's so Egyptian looking. <laughs> and Sunday. No. Uh I think probably Harry Shearer in all of his Christopher Guest roles, mm. if those could count as one thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he plays the same character in all those identical movies, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, I don't like those movies. Am I wrong? Wait, which Probably. movies? I sorry, I spaced out for a second. The Christopher Guest mockumentaries. Oh yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I uh, I figured out this past weekend why I don't like mockumentaries, and it's I don't like fake documentaries about our world, but I sometimes will enjoy a documentary about a fictional, fantastical, like non-existent world. What is it you don't like about mockumentaries? Because some of them are very good. I don't know. Uh, it's it's not like I don't. I just don't like that genre. It's that almost every example of the genre I have disliked. Did you watch Spinal Tap? Because that's the one that everyone says is the best one. I think I've seen bits and pieces of it here and there. It's very good. <clears throat> it might be worth your time to just try, like, see if. If you can enjoy that, you can enjoy the genre. I believe that to be true. I think the most uh, recent liked... one, which was pretty good, was I think it was it Seven Days in Hell, the one where Andy Samberg and Kit Harrington are rival tennis stars. Oh yes, that I is very that. good. Also, I haven't. Seen I, it, I, but... I liked Pop Star, and I liked uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, there you go. So you do but, like you just like anything that has monsters in it, Jeff. I figured this out. But both, yeah. Well, yes, that's true. But both of those are like documentaries from this world that doesn't exist, rather than like our world. But it's a fake documentary from it. Wait, how is Pop Star, which I haven't seen but I want to? How is that not set in our world? Oh, it's a super exaggerated, uh, like Metalocalypse style, but for pop music instead of heavy metal. So just Korea. <laughs> it's like there he like he's like a baby and playing drums and like his song becomes like the most popular song ever 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 and it's not it's not particularly good it's like a jokey song but in the world of the movie it's real and serious. Hmm. So how it's, is, how it's, is this it's, not like Korea? Well, yeah, no, it's, sorry, yeah, it's, the whole movie takes place in Korea. Yeah, it's not in a fantasy world, it's just in Korea. <laughs> mm, same thing. It's like, I guess the fantasy is what if Korea all the time. <laughs> what if there, but here too. That's what we talked about last week. No, two No, weeks that ago. was two weeks ago, thank you. We are not that repetitive yet. Hmm... <laughs> Are we, is this, did we talk enough about Neopets? Yeah, I think this is a good time for us to stop talking. Yeah, I got nothing else about Neopets. I got real sidetracked when I was reading um, 
Alexis Bledel's uh, Wikipedia to know that she grew up in a Spanish-speaking household and did not learn English until she began school. Wow, what? Is that crazy? Who's Alexis Bledel again? <laughs> the daughter on Gilmore uh, Girls. Rory? Okay, yes. <clears throat> Rory's the younger one, this right? Because whole... they both have the same name, which is really annoying to me. There's this whole thing about how her parents, like, it's kind of explaining how they're, like, genetically white people, but they were raised in Latin America, so <laughs> both her parents are Spanish speakers. Is it too late for us to change the name of my holiday to genetically white? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so... Oh, born and raised in Argentina. So did she, is she descended from the Confederates who fled to South America after the Civil War or from the Nazis who fled to South America after World War II? Of Danish and distant German descent. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, Nazis? Oh my God. Okay. Born and raised in Argentina? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Guys, listen, I know that this isn't a great time for this, but (laughs) if, if, uh, if that actress came out as a Nazi, it would be the most hilarious thing that has ever happened. Why? That would be, on one hand, extremely funny, and on the other hand, pretty upsetting. <laughs> and also, I, it's a shame, because it would have been extremely funny a year ago. Yes. And now, yeah. it's like, it wouldn't even be that surprising, which is very upsetting. <laughs> I mean, the most famous Nazi we have right now is Tila Tequila, so, I mean, it could only help them at this point. Yeah, uh, I don't they get really how have she's... an image problem. I honestly, maybe someone could explain to me, I don't get how she's allowed to be a Nazi, because <laughs> I'm dead serious. Is she not at least partially uh, Filipina, and aren't Nazis specifically about nobody who's not white? Am I crazy? Yeah, she's... She's definitely not white, and I think that it's almost like a test. Like, like they're like, okay, we need to still pretend that we're not Nazis, so we just have to let her be here, because she's totally into it. Are you saying that Tila Tequila is pulling the most amazingly elaborate sting operation that's ever been conceived? Yeah, you thought, Oh no, you she, has, she has canceled, brain problems. that was just part of Punk's plan. Yeah. And now they're recruiting other MTV stars. Ooh... Oh man, what if MTV became an all pu- uh, all pranks show uh, channel? I guess it kind Isn't of it yeah, already. It did. Yeah, it did years ago when they put Jersey Shore on the air. <laughs> that sort yeah. of started. Yeah, it's it's mostly Silent Library now, right? Is that the name of that show? That's such what? a good show. Oh my god, that's possibly the best show that's ever been on. <laughs> oh, television. is that that game show where you can't make noise? Yes. Okay. It's such a good idea for a show, you guys. But the American white people version of it is kind of stupid. I like the stressed out Japanese people version of it. Um, it's all stupid, Jeff. That's the whole <laughs> well, point. Well, yes. But I specifically dislike the cast of the American one because they're all like goofy looking frat boys. I remember I saw the first time I ever heard about this was when Justin Bieber was on it with some of his dumb friends. And I remember watching that episode and being very annoyed because all of the things that needed to be done to people, like they just decided that it would be done to people other than Justin Bieber. So he never got like punched in the crotch by a child, which is like all I wanted to see, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. That's all anyone wants to see. <laughs> oh, man. It would be so good. <laughs> Anytime that it happened. Even if it happened now. Like, if there was oh, man. A... Could we 
Could that be the MTV next channel? Show? Hey, Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. The one coming up. Like, <laughs> I would love that. that. That's... Oh, Lady Gaga's so doing it, so she's just gonna have <laughs> Justin Bieber come out as a surprise, and then she'll punch him in the nuts over and over. No, it has to be a child. The funniest thing would be if it was a child. <laughs> Lady Gaga probably has a kid, right? No, we need to get that adorable and socially conscious uh, Little Miss Flint, who's been all over the internet. She can come out, she can wear her Little Miss Flint sash, and she can punch him right in the crotch. Oh my god. <laughs> if you ever needed to bring an awareness to the Flint water crisis, that's the way to do it, my friends. Exactly. Oh, is this a thing that I'm unaware of? Uh, she was also in a photo with Trump where everyone's like, uh, look how unhappy she is, and like, look, contrast it to how happy she was when she met Obama. Oh, yes. I'm girl. I'm aware of that photograph. Yeah. Oh my god. I would literally pay $1,000 to watch her punch <laughs> Justin Bieber in the crotch. It would be the most successful pay-per-view event of all time. It would be because most... people would pay per views. <laughs> it would be the most successful Kickstarter of all time if we started it right now. <laughs> Go fund me hiring a child to punch Justin Bieber in the nuts. Yeah, GoFundMe, let's see how much money it costs for us to pay Justin Bieber to get punched in the nuts by a child. Oh, we're paying him? <laughs> I don't I like think that. we have to. I, I thought we would just, we would invite him over and be like, hey, uh, we're all apologizing for being mean to you online. And then just someone runs out and punches him in the dick. That's what I would prefer. Oh, man. I would love if there was no music in that halftime show whatsoever. It was just Justin Bieber coming out. giant spotlight. Yeah. And, like, a man wearing a top hat with a handlebar mustache and, like, a sash that says mayor. And he's like, Justin Bieber, come on out here. We all have an apology to make. And then he walks out and he hands him, like, a key to the city, but that's just so that his hands are busy so that he can't protect himself. And then a child runs out from behind the podium. <laughs> this is stupid. This is the greatest. <laughs> you think uh, Justin Bieber is going to fall for this? We want you to come to the halftime show. No, you're not performing. We just want you to come out so people can apologize to you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be the left shark. <laughs> Everyone will love you because you're the, left, the new left shark. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode of Seeing Reddit. I feel bad because I don't really have animosity towards Justin Bieber specifically. Oh, I do. Sure. He seems like a real asshole. Yeah, but lots of yeah, people he's do. Yeah, he's not a complete monster. He's just sort of like a rich bratty turd. Yeah, like I would, I would be equally amused if it was just about anyone getting punched in the crotch by a child. <laughs> Oh, man, I would love it if it were Jimmy Fallon. That would be excellent. Oh, that would be pretty good, too, but he might actually do it. I, like, it wouldn't, be, <laughs> it wouldn't be as out of character for him, so it wouldn't be quite as exciting, I don't think. But, like, oh, I was going to say Kanye West, but he's in a hospital now, so that's sad. I feel like you've just Yeah, invented... I don't want to see him get punched in the nuts, because I, uh, I identify with him strongly. I'm just saying anyone who's, like, very self-centered and rich... It's funny. Matt, and, like, serious. Ultra serious uh, about themselves. Matt, you've just invented America's Funniest Home Videos. That's all you've done. <laughs> and that's no, but with celebrities. many years, because, yes, it is a great idea. 
No, but America's famousest home videos. Yes, that's all I'm saying. If you want to revive Tom Bergeron, if you're listening to this, and you want to bring America's Funniest Home Videos back to the forefront, you need to get children punching celebrities in the crotch. (laughs) They could be the new celebrity lip sync, or that other show where celebrities have to do whatever the, uh, the coach from Glee tells them to do. Yep. Celebrity crotch punch, I think it's called. <laughs> oh man, perfect. Terry Crews can host it, and he'll be the one who punches them. <laughs> that would just be a way to sterilize all of our celebrities. <laughs> That's what the show is secretly about. That's a secret. Uh, oh right. man, who would be the ultimate get for that show, though? <sighs> Like, the producers are like, we'll ask them, but there's no way they'll say yes. It would have to be somebody who has absolutely no sense of humor about themselves. Mm. Uh, I mean, we, there's an answer we're all avoiding saying, but I want to continue avoiding saying it. Agreed. What I about, would like, like to say, how about... What about what? Oh, you go. Is your idea you go. so good? No, I just... <laughs> you go. Go. My idea is pretty good, I think. Someone with no sense of humor about themselves. Nicholas Cage. Mm. Yeah, maybe. He seems a little too crazy, though. What about Bruce Willis? Bono. Oh, Bono is really good. <laughs> I think that Bono would be the one where the producers are like, all right, we're going to, we'll call his people, but like, he's our number one pick for getting punched in the nuts on TV. Oh, man. And the, the show should be after the piece, the person gets punched in the crotch, then the producers bring out a big check and they're like here's your payment for getting punched in the crotch you can either keep the money or donate it to charity and then bono would be like oh no like if this wasn't in public i would keep the money but everyone's watching i have to donate it to charity we're gonna fill out the memo here is it gonna say charity or testicle surgery Uh, so I like please that re- you, the, I like that this show might have to remind themselves when they put this check out for. What was this one? Oh yeah, to reconstruct Bono's reproductive uh, system. I like the idea of them looking at their check images through their online banking software, but the picture is so big because it's a giant check that they have to like scroll it around to get to the memo. What did I write this giant check to Bono for? <laughs> Why this is this a image two thousand kilobytes? <laughs> Oh man, I got I I could have spent an hour downloading this picture of a check that for fifty thousand dollars that I wrote to Bono. <laughs> Uh, so please rate and review us on iTunes and recommend us to your friends. Uh, that really helps us to grow. If you want to contact us, you can follow us on Twitter at Seeing Reddit, or you can email uh, you can email us Seeing Reddit at Gmail dot com. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. You can find me on Twitter J three FK. Go to uh, funtimes online for more episodes of this show, which you should please share with your friends. No, no, not enough people listen, and this is the funniest podcast ever made. <laughs> so A lot please... of episodes are better than this one. <laughs> please, listen to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> this one was pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, that's all. Okay. I'm Louisa Heron, and you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. Follow me there. You know, the biggest failing of this show is the fact that women celebrities can't really be included. You could. Mm, I feel like you could have Ronda Rousey punch them in the boob. Yeah, that might be okay. I feel like punching a woman in a crotch might be some kind of crime. <laughs> oh, 
It's all of it's a crime. Yeah, none of it's I mean, allowed. I feel like it's a more severe crime. It's all pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I'm just saying, if there was a way we could get, like, Snooky to be punched on television, it would be oh, pretty Oh, wait, funny. you know what would be satisfying? If all the punchers were women. Okay, so this is like a, like a, sort of a, a, a feminist fringe art piece. Yeah, it's, it's the feminism <laughs> revenge show. Alright. Where women so then, just punch famous dudes in the ball. Only if they punch famously misogynistic dudes, like Mel Gibson. Mm, I don't think he'd agree to do it. Well, that's why I'm saying that it has, <laughs> it has to be, be a thing. Show. Yeah, it has to be a show where people think they're getting apologized to for ever, for all the horrible things they did for us, like being mean to them about it. And then they're like, "Finally, you've all realized that it's okay that I'm a misogynist." And it's like, "No, just kidding. You're gonna get punched until you cry." Oh, do you think Ashton Kutcher would fall for it, or do you think that he's immune to being punked? Ooh, is he famously misogynistic? Uh, no, he's just kind of a douchebag, and also he hosted Punked, so I want to see if we can punk the punker. Now, Punked, what is this? Uh, it was, uh, Candid Camera for Gen X. Okay, and Gen X, what is this? Uh, that's, uh, Borderline You and definitely Louisa aged people. (laughs) Borderline (laughs) Me, that's my favorite thing. Okay, well, anyway, (laughs) hope you guys like this episode. Please come on back next time, and don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Don't read the comments. Worst lyric ever produced. <laughs> I made that the end uh, music of last week's episode. Just that rap that Kanye does. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, god! I had to download that fucking. I had to buy that song twice because I didn't know there was a version without his rap in it. Fucking asshole. <laughs> When I edit this show, I just set Audacity's recording to be my audio output, and then I play the song on YouTube or Spotify, (laughs) and just record a minute of it into Audacity. Yeah, no, I buy them because we're already violating copyright a lot, and I feel like I should do a little bit to mitigate that. Mm. I don't think that Cyndi Lauper needed the money, or uh, (laughs) Disney. I don't know who made... uh, the Oliver and Company. Who is that? Disney? Billy Joel, I think. Yeah, yeah Billy, Billy Joel Joel's. doesn't need that royalty check. Yep. He's just gonna spend it on cocaine money. Is that what he was on? Or is it heroin? Yep, all of these. Okay. <laughs> Definitely at least both. The, the microphone smells like a needle. <laughs> <laughs>